Thanks for joining us again here at Once When I Was Cool, your weekly podcast looking at all stuff retro and all stuff that we enjoyed when we were younger. I'm Dave and joining me through the internet is Wee. How are you, Wee? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Uh, again, across the interwebs, uh, getting us out there to your earballs as, as ever every week is producer Simon, who's technically through the uh, invisible perspex uh, living in Tas- Tasmania now, so he's a Taswegian as well. Always so, was, mate. He just moved away for a couple of years. Oh, well, there you go. So he's back home technically. So mm. he's uh, our, our sort of third wheel that gets us out there to to everybody out there who's uh, who's listening to us and, and hopefully enjoying uh, what we have to say. Right. Yeah, there we go. And we're back into it now. We've had a few episodes out at the time of recording now. It's our numbers are starting to pick back up again. So thanks for joining in if this is your first time listening. Uh, thanks for giving us a chance. We really appreciate it. Uh, really appreciate We appreciate it. Um, and if you're a returning listener, thanks very much. We really we appreciate that as well. Lots of appreciation going on at the moment. Lots of appreciation. Shout out to Shaniqua as always, still with us from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we we um, we got a, an email through the week from a listener in the US by the name of Tim. A lot of our listeners seem to be named Tim for some reason, but yeah, Tim Tim managed to reach out and gave us a bit of an idea of, around uh, doing a topic on comic books. And um, I was thinking about it, and I was you know quite into comic books in the day in my uh, late teens and early twenties. I was into it, but we'll get into that another time. But thinking along another line, and something that we've touched on a few times, and something that we've sort of alluded to. Um, and that was the the uh, Warner Brothers uh, cartoons, the Merry Melodies and the Looney Tunes. Now, so I, I forgot where I did the once when I was cool. So once when I was cool, we had we used to watch the Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies, Warner Brothers cartoons. Absolutely, and I'm busting that straight out, straight off the straight out of the gates. Absolutely, mate. They were a, a, a stable. Uh, and a staple of um, of us as kids. I mean, there was lots of different cartoons, but they're the ones that everybody knows, everybody went to. I don't think there's probably a person on the planet, even even out there today, that hasn't come across the Warner Brothers uh, uh, franchise of some description or the Merry Melodies. So, so yeah, it's a big part of um, our life as, as kids. And you know what? I actually still love them today when I see them occasionally. Well, it's interesting. The ones that I remember come from what they called the golden age of animation in the US. Um, and it was sort of from a period of about 1943 to 1965-ish. And all those cartoons that we saw, which were the Bugs Bunny and the Daffy Ducks and the Porky Pigs and um, the Roadrunners and all those types of ones were actually made in the mid-50s. Really? That far back? Yeah, yeah, and they were they were common there. I think they started off as going on to uh, uh, on obviously onto movie reels because television wasn't around, and they were usually black and white cartoons. And, and interestingly enough, I had to think about it today because you had one lot that seemed to be merry, merry melodies, and then the other one which was Looney Tunes, and it didn't really I couldn't really understand who was in who, and I sort of had to do a little bit of research, which is quite unheard of for you, but I had to look and see which characters belonged to which sort of setup because it didn't seem that all the characters always interacted with each other. But do you know the difference between what was the Looney Tunes and what was Merry Melodies? Honestly, no, because in my head back in the day, it was all the same. And that's, and that's exactly right. Apparently it was just they just mixed it up 50-50. One time they do Merry Melodies, the next time they do Looney Tunes. And I think the only difference was there was just a little bit of um, theme music was different. 
Yep, and you know, even I, I think even the, the intros and outros of it, it was pretty much the same. It'd be mirror melodies or then Looney Tunes at the back end. Um, so, from from my point, I just thought it was all in the one. It was all the same. I thought it was like Mary Melody's Looney Tunes. So you there know were, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I I knew that was two different things, but I couldn't remember what it was. And you know me, I love I love a good conspiracy theory and listening to all these different alternate theories out there. And the reason that the Looney Tunes came up is because it's one of those ones out of the out of the Mandela effect. And if you're not familiar with what the Mandela effect is, it's named after um, well, it was coined by a um, a young lady who, in I think around the mid two thousands, uh, saw Nelson Mandela on the television and could have sworn that he died in. 1996 and she asked around and thought that she must have misheard and then she came across a whole lot of other people who had the same sort of experience which is where the term the Mandela effect came from and so a lot of it is around that misremembering and when it comes into um where where it comes into relevance for Looney Tunes is is that Looney Tunes a lot of people swear that they remember Looney Tunes being and the tunes being spelt T-O-O-N-S as in the end of cartoons but um Warner Brothers themselves have never ever called it Looney Tunes it's spelt at T-O-O-N-S it's always been T-U-N-E-S so it's interesting because I was listening to that. I was listening to a podcast on the on the Mandela effect, and they were talking about that. It's the same with the Berenstein or the Berenstain Bears, and um, obviously Nelson Mandela as well, and uh, Shazam and Kazam, the basketball movies. The other the other one too is is does the um, in the Monopoly does the the guy have a moustache or doesn't have a moustache? No, no, it's a monocle. It's a monocle. Whether monocle, does he, does he right. have a monocle or does he not? Because a lot of people swear that he has a monocle and he's ne- apparently never had a had a monocle. That's right. Sorry, not moustache. Yeah, it was. A, I knew there was something related to him, but uh, yeah, look, I, I, honestly, I, I have to say I've never heard of the Mandela effect, but it sort of uh, it makes sense. I think I always thought it was T U N E S when it was mm-hmm. the Looney Tunes and. Uh, so I never mm. thought it was tunes as in cartoons. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people seem to think that it was, and I for a while actually thought it, I thought it was T-O-O-N-S, but to be perfectly honest, I'd never put a lot of effort into it and not really thought about it that much. But, um, yeah, once the Mandela effect started to get a bit of traction amongst all the conspiracy theory sorts of things, it, uh, you know, it, uh, it, grabbed, it grabbed effect from there, and I just happened to think of it today or well, a couple of days ago. Yeah, there couldn't be two. I, I, I'm really happy that you did some um, research on this because I've done absolutely none. Oh, that's surprising. I, yeah, that is surprising, isn't it? I'm just pulling um, what I know out of my head. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they pay for. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we get paid for this. Great. <laughs> we don't. <I'm>, no. <laughs> we doesn't. <laughs> no, we doesn't. <laughs> we get the pleasure of being here and getting his dulcet tones out to inflict on the world. So That's right. Yes. Mary Melody's Looney Tunes. Who is your favourite character? Oh, look, so, so many. I have to say really loved um, the Wily e. Coyote and uh, Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. Big, big favourite of mine. And, you know, it doesn't matter what sort of genre it, you, you go in. The other one was, um, you know, um, Sylvester and... Um, Tweety. What's, no, no. It's, well, Sylvester Tweety, but the, also the... Um, Little mouse, a little um, what was a little the little Mexican mouse, Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, so a lot of them are uh, basically they they find something that's really good, and when you look at it, there's lots of really good little things they have, but then they just spread it out. So you know, you had uh, the cat chasing around the mouse, you had the 
coyote chasing after a roadrunner and a roadrunner looks absolutely nothing like the roadrunner on there. Have you ever seen what a roadrunner looks like? Yep. They're as bland as anything. They're just these <laughs> little brown birds. That they're are about, quite disappointing when you actually see them. Yeah, I was waiting for them to stick their tongue out and go bloop, 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 and, you know, beep, beep, and away they go. Um, love the love the, love the the way that um, Wiley never gets him, and if he ever does get his hands on mm-hmm. it, something bad always happens. And you you just know it doesn't matter what he what he does. It just, yeah, just he never gets him. Was never. there was there a little part of you that was sometimes going for him to win for Wiley Coyote to win? I was also always going for it. I, I don't know if you remember, and I think it might have been in um, the Family Guy where they um, they did uh, an episode, and in there they actually had. Uh, the coyote, Wiley Coyote, who actually caught the Roadrunner, and you see him sort of uh, cooking him and eating him, and you know the skeleton was still on the table, and he, he ended up just becoming this depressive person, and because um, he had no no other goals in life anymore, no other goals in life. But it was just, um, and you know, I always used to think was Acme an actual company as a kid? Oh, okay, yeah, because everything was, was Acme, wasn't it? Everything was Acme, and I was going, is there really an Acme company? Is this a real – I have no idea what it stands for. Yeah, and, and that's the same as TNT. He always used TNT. Yeah. And, and I was always surprised that we had a logistics and trucking company in Australia called TNT because I always thought, wow, do they actually make dynamite? <laughs> dynamite and sell them to coyotes or dingoes out here in Australia. I think back in the mid-90s, they released a range of, uh, like, T-shirts with um, with the Tasmanian Devil and, uh, you know, uh, Daffy Duck and a couple of other sorts of characters, uh, full-face full shirts. And um, I think they had, a, like, a tag that said Acme in it, but I don't think they were the actual – I don't think it was the same sort of one if there was an actual one. If you've got any idea of whether – we could look it up, but if you've got any idea out there listening whether Acme was a real brand, let us know. Once was cool podcast at gmail.com. Let us know uh, any of your thoughts on these sorts of things about uh, whether whether or not you think we should get paid for doing this, um, which yes, you know, yes, the, please. An- the answer is always no. Um, but, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, but – Back to it. I don't know that Acme was an actual band, uh, brand, band, brand. Um, yeah, but they, there were certainly a lot of iconic characters that have come out of this that have gone on to do a lot of other things. Um, I so, think seeing. So, so what's so, yours? What's I was your just favorite? about to say, seeing you're asking. Um, yeah. My favorite probably comes down to two. I love, love Foghorn Leghorn, and my dad always loved yeah. Foghorn Leghorn as well. Um, I think he's great. And my other favorite is Yosemite Sam because he's just this angry little angry little miner that's you know everything upsets him and he blows up at the smallest sort of thing which you know sort of sums me up pretty well except i'm not that small no or or well shapely like him and i'd love to see i'd love to see you try and shoot some guns like he did (laughs) i've never i you know i've never touched a gun in my life i i wouldn't know how to use them i wouldn't know what to do with them i grew up around guns my dad being a police officer and then we um we lived in the country as well there are always guns around and i just i just never had any real interest in them and i wouldn't know what to do with them if i had one all you got to remember is the the, the end that goes boom points <laughs> goes, away from yeah, you. points away points towards something else. So yeah, they were probably my favourites. But yeah, I did like um, Wiley Coyote and I I did like um, Bugs Bunny. But to be perfectly honest, after a while, and I watched a lot of these cartoons when I was a kid. Um, after a while, I got a little bit sick of seeing Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck all the time. 
I think they were your more, you know, your main characters, you know, your main characters also being the likes of, you know, Porky Pig, um, you know, how many, you can't really get away with drawing a, a cartoon character these days and leaving their pants off. Well, that, that was the whole Porky, that was the whole um, genesis for this, um, for for wanting to do one of these was to do a, an episode on Porky Pig, but I didn't think we could do 40 minutes on, on just on Porky Pig because we'd be getting a bit uh, a bit tied up at the end there. But, uh, yeah, it, it, the way that it was acceptable, same as we did with the mascots, to have a have a pig running around with no dax on at all. And that's actually Mate. a term now when a, when a man walks around with just a T-shirt on, they call it Porky Piggin. Oh, that, yeah, that, that's me up here when it's cold. I'm Porky Piggin it. When it's cold? <laughs> yeah. That's no advertising. No, I know. I know, but um, I, I then forget sometimes that my front door is all glass, and people can, see, and I, I just yeah. sort of forget where I am. Or sometimes at night you think because uh, where we live is on a corner block. Yeah, and um, we've got a a window that's probably you know nearly ten meters long and uh, three meters high, and then I forget that at night and you turn the lights on, people can see in quite easily yeah well all i can say is if you're walking around the house porky pig in it i hope that your dog's well fed yeah no, he, he knows <laughs> <laughs> he's trained well yes yes yeah. so um yeah so sorry i did interrupt you there before you were talking about you wouldn't be able to get away with drawing that type of thing these days no look and you wouldn't <laughs> You know, everything's so politically correct and driven. You look at some of the actual characters, some of the things that they did, and, you know, people go, oh, you know, it was very a very misogynistic, it was very all one-sided. How many female characters were on there? So you get all of that. Not that I care, you know. Um, I did, you there know, was Pepe, Granny. Granny that owned own, own Tweety Bird. And Tweety, Tweety Bird was a girl, wasn't it? Wasn't Tweety Bird a girl? No, Tweety Bird was a dude. Really? I, I reckon. Oh, okay. Um, but it was uh, Pepe Le Pew and the cat, you know. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was listening to another podcast the other day. I think it was Stuff You Should Know or something like one of those sorts of ones. And they were saying how unacceptable it would be these days because um, it was basically a mix between stalker and attempted rapey type of character, the way that Pepe Le Pew used to go, always go after that cat. And um, what was her name? She had a cat, Penelope Pussycat, I think her name mm. was, um, always chasing her and all she wanted to do was get away from him and she kept trying to get away. And I always thought it was hilarious and it wasn't until they brought this up that they talked about how inappropriate it actually would be considered these days and to be able to write that these days would get you into a lot of trouble. And and that's what I'm talking about you know when you're looking at um you know porky pig with his speech impediment you know porky pig in it having no pants on um he was a full full package literally he was man he was um uh, he'd actually probably have his own show really if you think about it <laughs> he'd have his own spin-off because he he did have a speech impediment so that's mm-hmm. sort of uh you know and, and you know daffy duck never had Never had anything on. Just had a uh, collar, didn't he? Just had a collar. Uh, but every now and then he'd unzip himself and step out and there was, mm. And his know, bill always moved around his head. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if you look hard at it, how we are today and you look back, I look at that at a lot of shows and 
there's a lot of stuff that wouldn't be able to be written or aired these days and some of it isn't. Um, here in Australia we had a show called The King Kingswood Country, you know. There's mm. no way. Ted, you, Ted Bullpit. Ted Bullpit and his son-in-law who was uh, um, yeah. Italian. And mm. uh, what he, the things he used, he used to say. To to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, and the things he'd say to to women and everything else. We thought it was mm. hilarious at the time. The probably the similar thing to that, which I, I think will probably get rubbed out eventually, would be um, married with children. It was a very similar sort of, um, not similar. It, it was sort of similarly incorrect, politically incorrect, even for the time. It was it was fairly outrageous. Yeah, but how how great was it? How great. Have you ever just like on YouTube just watch, you know, um, some of the Al Bundy, you know, outtakes and stuff like that? Um, not recently, but I know that the whole series is on one of the streaming services. I can't remember which one it is, but that's more that can be said for Kingswood Country. If you're on Kingswood Country, you have to buy it on the full DVD box set. Yeah. Uh, but like getting back to the cartoons, because we digress and we do that very easily. We always <laughs> go off on tangents. Um you know, it was always um, it was always uh, something that you look forward to, and it was always that little stopgap. It was a fill in between um, some shows. You know, if it was, you know, ten, five ten to four, thing, yeah. yeah, you know, four or five minute. So you'd sort of hope a show had finished early, and you might get a cartoon shoved in as a fill. That and that was awesome because you never know if it was ten minutes you'd get two mm. or three, you mm. know. Um, or then the Saturday morning after they'd have those talking heads, you know, those sorts of people that'd stand there on the kids' sort of hours on a Saturday morning, and they'd play, you know, three or four of them back to back, or you know, they'd have a little bit of a competition in between those morning Saturday morning kids' shows were awesome. Oh, and again, absolutely. And and the other thing too is. If I'm not mistaken, the voices were all done by the one person, which was Mel Blanc. Yeah, um, yeah. So he had this Who did repertoire. all of them and then when they redid them, it was three or four different people who, who did them after that. Yeah, and, I mean, imagine imagine that, you'd ha- you know, having to go through and individually record it and, and some of it was just so, um, you know, in, interactive and intertwined. It makes you wonder mm-hmm. how they did it. And the technology mm-hmm. for them to do it back in the day is nothing like today with the mixes. Yeah. So a, a lot of the um, the sound effects was actually things in a booth making the sound effects. But, I mean, yeah. you know, looking at um, like Speedy Gonzalez, like I thought he was great, but, you know, it was this whole typical, you know, um, you know, little Mexican hat and the other mice all lazing around with their mm. sombreros on and, mm. you know, all of those sort of things. You know, it was great. It was it was harmless. It was yeah. It, nothing back then when I was a kid um, was broken down as it does get broken down today. You could watch it for what it is, fun mm. and a cartoon. That's mm. all it was and it was great. Yeah, and probably a couple of the other characters that we haven't gotten into who seem to be fairly common, while not as big as Bugs Bunny and um, Daffy Duck. Um, one of them was Marvin the Martian. I always quite liked the, the ones he was in because he always hated Earth and was always trying to destroy Earth and sometimes came up against Bugs Bunny. And um, he um, he was a bit like, um, you know, always came unstuck, a bit like the Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, but he, uh, you know, he was always trying so hard to destroy the Earth from Mars because for whatever reason he didn't like Earth. Yeah. And and the spin-off, the spin-offs also, so, you know, Duck Dodgers. 
yep. in the 23rd and a half century mm. or 21st and a half century, mm. whatever it was. But, mm. you know, the whole Buck Rogers and Duck mm. Dodgers and, you know. Did you uh, ever watch Buck Rogers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a great show it was. We should do one on Buck Rogers. I was going to try. I think we should do one just on space themes. Let us know. Once was cool. Yeah. Podcast, Lost in space. You know. Yeah. Um, um, Land of the Giants, all that sort of good stuff. Do you remember that? Mm, awesome. Very vaguely. Where everyone, we landed on, they landed on Earth and everyone was little. They were and little then, people. And then the original Battlestar Galactica would be another oh, one. Oh, well, yeah. Because it was true. Awesome anyway, was that? the yeah, other one, yeah, sorry. The other one was. Um, uh, Tasmanian Devil, and I don't really know Loved what was. Him. Yeah, I know, but what was the point of him? He didn't really cover he, much. He didn't. He didn't do much. The whole thing about him, I, I love the fact because to me he was an Australian cartoon in the in in that world. You know what I mean? To me, he was an Australian character in that world. So I thought it was awesome. I always wanted to get a, a Tassie Devil tattoo. <laughs> That's apparently one of the most regrettable '90s tattoos that young women of college age ever did. Really? Yep. Oh, Getting a ta- Tasmanian devil tattoo—that they one of the ones that one of the ones that's most erased. The funny thing is, it probably wasn't hard to do it either, because you only just basically had this big. You did the whirlpool, hmm. whirlpool, and just with a hand sticking out and maybe yeah, a tongue or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't ever remember what any of the storylines were. Usually it was he was trying to eat. Uh, usually they were trying. He was trying to capture and eat um, Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck or, you know, something like that. You know, oh, okay. again, it was just the classic one chasing another one, and that's yeah. all of those were. Yeah. It was you know like Elmer with Fudd or, with Wabbit season or Duck season yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and even um, you know Foghorn Leghorn, and he had the little chicken hawk, mm. who always mm. was trying to knock him on. The, I thought that was awesome. Where he was That's trying to knock right. him on the head. Yeah, yeah okay. And, yep. and then there was the um, the big bulldog as well that had the little one that kept Spike, bouncing around. Spike the bulldog. Yeah, and the mm. other one that just used to keep bouncing around him. Yeah. Hey, Spike, hey, Spike, mm. hey, 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 Spike. Mm. And then something had happened and then at the end of it, Spike would be jumping around him, you know? Yeah, yep. And it was always, you sort of knew what was always going to happen. But you know what? That was, it was still great. It was... Mm. You know, it was, you know, three or four minutes of your day, but it was the probably the best three or four minutes of your day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they had the um, the the wolf and the sheepdog. Do you remember those ones? And the sheepdog oh, would just sit there yeah. and the wolf would try and do things and the wolf would go running past and the dog would just stick its fist out to the side like that. That's and, right. Uh, and then at the end of them all, they'd clock off and the next ones would come off and they'd be the best of friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's... <laughs> You know, when you think about it, like I'm sitting here with a smile on my face because I'm just thinking about all of them, you know, and the more you keep saying, I'm going, there was the two crows as well, you know, you know. that's They were just... Hanna-Barbera, I think. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, they, yes, I think they, they were. were. Sorry, and, my bad. And the difference, I was going to come to that, is the difference it seemed to be between Hanna-Barbera and the um, the Warner Brothers ones. And, of course, we've done a Hanna-Barbera episode. Feel free to go and have a listen to it. Um, Oncewascool.com. You can find all the old episodes there. Um the difference was was Hanna Barbera tend to be longer, longer form, so either fifteen minutes or a full half hour show with maybe two stories in it, uh, like the Flintstones and the Jetsons and um, any of those sorts of ones. Although the Wacky Races, I think, used to have sort of shorter versions, but nothing, nothing like um, nothing like these sorts of Merry Melodies, Warner Brothers sort of stuff. 
But the Merry Melodies used to have the half-hour specials as well, remember? So it would be like but a story would go from one into the other, in, into the other, you know what I mean? And it was I, an hour special I or a half-hour special. I thought so. I thought their specials used to always just be a, um, a, you know, like four or five episodes rolled into one show. Yeah. And they used to, but they all used to be intertwined into each other. You know what I okay, mean? Yep. There'd be some sort of link into it. And then, of course, you know, coming through into the 90s where they had like Space Jam with Looney Tunes and Space Jam and all of that, where they had mm. human and cartoons sort of. Yeah, uh, yep. they're just releasing. Amalgam. They're releasing another one of those, I think, with um, one of the, new, the current basketball players. Might be, oh. well, not Kobe Bryant, but it might be. Um, I don't know. LeBron. I think LeBron James oh, okay. might be in it or one of those sorts of guys. But there's a new one apparently coming out that they're doing very soon. Um, I think probably where they little went a little bit off the rails um, from there is in around, I don't know, the mid-90s to the sort of mid-2000s, they seemed to want to make Looney Tunes babies and they had to have them all in like a kindergarten with Granny as the granny as the carer and um oh, they, yeah, yeah they the had looney tune babies that's what it was yeah called, something like that and then they had um because at the same time they did the muppet babies and everyone seemed to have a baby version for some god unknown reason and yeah it really sort of soured it in my opinion i don't think it was as good as it was certainly wasn't directed at the uh at the bigger kid market or the bigger kid read young adult um watching and i'd ask you mate at me, back yeah, in the at day, me in particular, yeah. 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 Um, so I kind of didn't get as into that one as you know as I did with the old ones. Um, and Would I thought better if they went older, <laughs> yeah, older so and crankier and more miserable. They age, they age with us because you know some of them got to be eighty years old. I think they first started in about nineteen thirty, mid thirties or something like that. Did you ever like? I know, I know when I was younger. Um, We'd, if, if we'd always play a game at home also, you know, it'd always be, I'll be, um, you know, my younger brother always had to be like the one who was being, being chased. So he'd be like the roadrunner or um, Speedy Gonzalez. And then you'd be trying to do all these different things to try and, well, when I say different things to try and hurt him, usually things to hurt him um, and just say, no, no, it's it's just a cartoon. It's just like on the cartoon. You know, what are you, what are you whinging for? Take it like a man. Yeah, take it like, take take it it like, like a, a real rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, mm. you know, and um, he's going, yeah, but they don't catch him. I say, yeah, but this is real life, you know. So there was always, uh, there was always um, uh, sort of little games like that little, we used to play. A little bit of painful reality. Well, yeah. Lost a bit of mystique after a while. Well, I, yeah. When you tried to drop real boulders on him. Well, have you ever tried, like, Uh (laughs) have you ever tried to, like, put a a plank of wood and, you know, throw stuff on it while they're standing on the other end with your sisters? No, I haven't. No, no. Yeah. Glenda used to do some pretty terrible things, but nothing like that, nothing that caused real harm. But again, like I, I get my younger brother to like to stand on a plank, and then it'd be you try and drop a couple of um, besser blocks off the shed. No anvils. If, yeah, like anvil. No, didn't have anvils back in the day, and too heavy. <laughs> but you'd get a couple of besser blocks, and then um, you'd be trying to fill the besser blocks. You know how they got the holes in. You try and fill them with uh, a bit of wet dirt, so it's sort of like mud, and fill it up to try and to get that um, that hit off. Because we had multiple sheds and. Used to get on the lowest one and work your way up, so like Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's sort of like Donkey Kong, but 
it was always um, you always tried to do it so you you. We always tried to do it so Dad didn't see because he wasn't in for that sort of shenanigans. <laughs> the because, Sicilian ninja. Yeah, the Sicilian ninja because, one, he didn't want you breaking his board or his passer blocks because he might need them mm. to build another pit of um, fire pit somewhere or something ridiculous. He might need to build another shed out of it. But um, And he, he didn't he, want to build up your spirit too much in case you got too mouthy and comfortable. Yeah, you just couldn't could not do that. But um, I have to say, a lot of that stuff gave me a lot of false um, false bravado because a lot of it didn't work. Right. Okay. So, um, so I guess the other thing I wanted to say was that while they had all these characters, they'd occasionally have these random sorts of one-off with none of the known characters that you really knew before. Um, but they'd be just, you know, they'd just be random sorts of stories for whatever. And I remember that one of my favourite, probably my favourite cartoon of all time of any any of these, you know, Merry Melodies, Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers, um, you know, Hanna-Barbera, anything. So it was a five-minute episode and it was called The Three Little Bops and it was about the three little pigs um, who had a jazz band and the whole thing, oh, they, they, yes. sing, they sing With the, the whole wolf. way through. And then the wolf wants to join by playing the trumpet That's and he right. huffs and he puffs and he blows, you know, and you know, yeah. the three little pigs make a house of sticks, um, you know, and they just keep going on. And it's talked yes. in that, in that, um, the fifties and sixties, uh, jazz, jazz drive sort of yeah. talk. And it's, it's just one of these outstanding ones that, you know, I still every so often will find and, uh, you know, have a listen to, have a watch. It's, it's really good. That was probably one of my favorite all time, uh, cartoons yeah. that I still yeah. remember. And at the end, he ends up dying. And, um, I wasn't going to tell that, but anyway, no, no, I'm, I'm spo- <laughs> spoiler, oh, hang on, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> Alert. Yeah, yeah, I mean, still going. On an 80-year-old cartoon, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But he ends up dying and then playing there and, and they're like, why That's didn't we let him join good. us? Yeah, but, yeah. well, he had to die to become any good. Yeah, yeah, it was great because he came up from hell, remember, mm. with the flames and, yeah, no, that was great. That's an absolutely cracking cracking one. That's just, mm. that's that's amazing. I remember that one very vividly. So tell me. Out of all the cartoons that we've mentioned, either Hanna-Barbera or um, Warner Brothers, who yep. would be your favourite cartoon character? Oh, my favourite. So, so many choices. So many, many choices. You can't have the banana splits because they weren't a cartoon. They weren't a cartoon. Um, gee, I'd, I'd like to say, hmm. uh, obviously you've got yours in your head, so you go and say yours. I'll still think about mine. Who do you reckon mine is? Uh, Scooby Doo. Scooby, yeah. Yeah, Scooby Doo, my favourite, without a yeah. doubt. Still, still love Scooby Doo to the day. Um, yeah. So, you having a think? Yo- Yogi Bear. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, Yogi. You're more uh, like Boo Boo, though. Yeah, yeah. In, in size. Yeah. But- <laughs> I'm more like round like um, Yogi, but I love more uh, round like Porky Pig. More like Porky Pig. Yeah, you know, I do. Um, I do love uh, Yogi, and I, I loved um, everything about him. You know, the whole yeah, pork. filling a picnic basket. Yeah, picnic. Mm. And Boo Boo Boy, hey mm. Boo Boo Boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Anything else you want to add? You usually got something else as I'm trying to wind up. Something else to just no. start the conversation again. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I've learnt my lesson out of last season. Ah, 
<laughs> All right. Well, like we said earlier on, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, once was cool podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook if you want to leave us a message there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Um, if it's your first time, hope we lived up to it. Hope you're still able to still be listening. Um, other than that, Simon, thank you very much. We thank you and we'll talk to you soon. That's all, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.